0: Amen. Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. How many glad to know? And remember, look back over your life. Laugh for all the things that you can attribute to the Lord. Amen. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Somebody give God some praise. Amen. Can't forget. Amen. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and stand to our feet. We're going to get into the word of the Lord on this morning. Amen. Amen. Just 1230. Well, we've been doing good on time, y'all. Amen. Saint said amen. <laughs> amen. And I, I'm going to say this. I, I feel like, you know, you've got to be long to be strong. You ain't got to be all day long to have some good church. Amen. Amen. I believe in that. that y'all get out of good time. Come on back to night service on tonight. Amen. For our first Sunday prayer. <laughs> amen. It's all right. Uh, and, and I do want to say that to you all. I, I, I really want us to have a mind to be more evangelistic And to win souls um, and not just to, you know, steal souls from other people's churches and all that kind of stuff. You know, I would like to see us have some unchurched people to come on in here. Amen. And in order to do that, we have to realize that people are unchurched. Amen. And some, sometimes we might have to shift the way that we do things uh, in order for them to be able to come here. Amen. And to make this place a place where f- people feel as if, you know, they can get a start here. All right. Amen. And so sometimes uh, us keeping people all day long, amen, a little bit too long, we knocking on three o'clock's door can actually work against us in winning souls. Amen. I can't get no help in here. Y'all want to stay till three. Amen. Well, I'm going to get on out of here, but y'all go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's go into the word of the Lord today. I'm so glad to see everybody here this morning. Let's go to John chapter number, St. John chapter 13 and verse 7. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I also want to say on the other end of that, though, we don't want to hurry God either. Y'all hear that? Amen. We didn't just always adjust just to, you know, accommodate people. Sometimes they got to come on over here. Amen. Let us have some church. Amen. But as long as the Lord is in it, we'll be all right. Amen. All right. John chapter number thirteen and verse seven. Uh, we're just going to we- read one verse today. Jesus answered and said unto him, "What I do, thou knowest not now. What I do, thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter." That's just one verse on today, and I want to use as a subject. You don't understand. That's a subject this morning. You don't understand. All right. Let's have a word of the Lord, uh, a prayer uh, this morning. Pray for me. Um, even right now, I don't know why I feel a little kind of like my a little dizzy for some reason, but we're going to be all right. Amen. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, we just I praise you and I thank you and I bless your name. Oh, God, you are our strength. Oh, God, like no other. I praise you, I bless you, I lift you up, God, we honor you, we appreciate you, Lord God, asking you to bless the word to go forth this morning, use us for your glory, God, I pray God that you would help and encourage your people, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. All right, you can be seated at this time. I'm all right, I ain't, I'm not that bad, y'all, I ain't saying we're going to fall out or nothing. <laughs> you know, you just got to get used to that, you know, sometimes when you get up here, you know the enemy is going to be the enemy, amen, but God's going to be God. Y'all hear that? The enemy is going to be the enemy, but God is going to be God. And greater is he that is in me than he that's in this world. Amen. So I ain't worried about it. Somebody give God some praise right now. All right. There are so many things that we don't understand. Our subject today, topic today is you don't understand. Uh, None of us really know it all. Have you been around somebody that just seems like they just have a greater aptitude, Um, or a greater knack for something than what you have, and maybe that's kind of made you feel a little intimidated um, of sorts. And so maybe you were in the class, and then you seemed like you couldn't grasp hold to the material. Uh, maybe it was math or uh, a particular subject, perhaps music. You see the musicians over there playing, or the sports, somebody talking about sports, and you know, you're know you sitting over there, and you haven't been following, and you don't know anything about, or perhaps politics or something like that, and they're just talking away, and you, don't, you can't even wrap your head around what they're trying to say. Or have you ever had somebody just around you, you've been in a class, maybe it was physics or... Uh, what you, uh, hard math class, trigonometry, chemistry, one of those classes, and you're like, my goodness, what in the world are these people talking about? Amen. Or, there's been times that I have actually sat at a table with people, and people have actually been speaking in plain English, and yet for some reason or another, I still couldn't understand what they were trying to say. Am I the only one that's been in, in that type of predicament before? Sometimes you just don't understand. And ordinarily, if you were in a teacher's class, and they found that you were not understanding, uh, they'd be a little concerned. But in this spiritual class that the Lord has us in, you could probably get an A-plus when you don't understand and you still are all right with that. And you're going to walk with God by faith. sometimes, God might give you an A-plus when you are just walking by faith. You don't understand, and you understand that it's not for you to understand. You couldn't possibly understand. You cannot understand. Amen. Anybody ever been there? I'm I might just talking to myself today. Anybody ever been in a situation, and you just did not understand? That's what we're talking about on today. Amen. And I'm not over here just advocating for people to be ignorant. That's not what I'm saying on today. The Scripture even declares to us, and I believe in the book of Hosea, my people are destroyed for the lack of Knowledge, amen? Not because knowledge wasn't available, but because they did what? They rejected knowledge, amen? I can stop right there. In this day when we have access, I mean just at our fingertips to so much, so many commentaries and uh, scholarly articles and all kinds of things that we can read, different translations and all, all kinds of things that could help us open the Word of God to us, why are we living in a day where we, uh, people are just so biblically illiterate? I mean, how is all of this stuff? You don't even have to go to a library. Used to be used to have a whole, had to have a whole shelf full of books, but now just even just available to you just in your hand is more scholarly writing than people would have ever dreamed of having some years ago. But yet... My people are being destroyed, not for a lack of knowledge, but because they have rejected knowledge. Amen. So I'm not just up here advocating for you to walk around and feel it's okay to be ignorant. Amen. Proverbs 1 and 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? All right. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Then we go over to 2 Peter 3 and 18, but grow in grace. Listen at this, what the Lord tells them to do. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So he wants us to grow in grace and to grow in knowledge. James 1 and 5, if any of you lack wisdom, what should he do? Let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Amen. I believe it is God's desire and will for us to have some wisdom. He wants us to have some knowledge. But even still, when we get wisdom and knowledge, it's important to understand That we can't always understand all the depths of the riches and knowledge of God, the scripture declares. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways of what? Past finding out. Amen. That's Romans 11 and 33. Let's pick it up in verse 34. For who hath known the mind? of the Lord, or who hath been his counselor, who's taught the Lord? Which one of you could say that you instructed God, or given him wisdom, or perhaps pulled God to the side and given him some advice? Which one of you all have taken his biblical writings, and you've proofread, and you handed it back to the Lord with all these red marks in it, and you said, Lord, you made some mistakes. No, 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 no. The word of the Lord is perfect in and of itself, without flaw, without mistake. Amen, amen. Don't you know, whatever the Lord said he is going to do, He's going to accomplish it. Amen. His word will not return unto him void. Anybody believed in, in the inerrancy of the word of God? Come on and give God a little praise right there. I feel the Lord already for, who, for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. 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 You don't have to understand. You don't under, understand. And, and that, that topic that I've chosen on today, that might intimidate some of us in the room. And some of you all, you might be good with that. You know, maybe, you know, it just depends on what people are talking about. You know, when I hear, you know, somebody tell me, you don't understand. Well, it just depends on what we're talking about. Sometimes I might be good with not understanding. You know, I've learned I don't need to know just everything about everything. I mean, there's a whole—now that I am a pastor— There's a lot of things I'm glad, you know, that, you know, come on. I'm not trying to be in everybody's business and all those things. I appreciate those who have helped me along the way, you know, and are here to uh, assist in certain things. And I've learned that I don't have to do this. I'm not doing this by myself. A church is greater than just one man. It's greater than just a pastor. This is a body. Amen. Anybody glad to be part of a body? Amen. This ain't just no one-man show. Amen. This is a church. So glad to be a part of the church triumph. Amen. But there are times, especially those of us that have those type of high-strung personalities and we feel like that we always have to be in control and in charge of every little thing. Sometimes if we heard those words you don't understand, that can be difficult for us. Amen. It could be real hard for us. Amen. Trust in God. When you don't understand, it can be hard. Amen? Most of us who have walked with God for any length of time, we understand that God sometimes, he throws some curveballs at us. Amen? Throw some predicaments at us that are awful puzzling. Some things that'll just leave us scratching our head and not understanding. We, don't, we are not able to comprehend the things that we've been confronted with in this walk with God. And from time to time, if we be honest with ourselves, we might ask the Lord, Lord, why did you allow this to happen? Lord, What are you doing in this particular situation? Lord, why would you allow this to happen to me? Lord, I don't understand. Let me just see somebody wave your hand if you know what I'm talking about on today. Lord... Why have you allowed this to transpire? Lord, why are you allowing me to go through this? And why would you allow this to happen to my family? My God. There's sometimes we've exhausted all of our wit and all of our resources and all that we are left to do is just to trust in the Lord. Amen. That's why the scripture tells us in Hebrews 10 and 35. Let's go in the word of the Lord. What does it say? Cast not away, therefore, your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. Verse 36, go ahead. For ye have need of, come on here, you have need of what? That after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, come on, saint of God who doesn't understand, just hold on just for a little while longer, my God. A little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Somebody give God praise right there if you believe. He's on his way. Anybody believe that he's coming back? My God, he's on his way. Don't, God ain't just going to leave you there. Amen. You want understand it better by and by. Amen. Next verse. Now the just shall live by what? The just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not agape. We are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. My God, there are times... In this walk, when we are going to have to walk by faith, not by sight, we will not always understand. We won't always be able to process the things that unfold in our lives. We won't always understand the road that God takes us in, but yet we will trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Anybody have a made-up mind? Yes, Lord, I'm going to trust you. Lord, yes, Lord, I'm going to trust you every step of the way. My God. Proverbs 3 and 5 was to say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Come on now and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And what will he do, y'all? What is he going to do? He'll direct thy path. Amen. And there are, there are times that you're going to be in life, uh, guaranteed, guaranteed, uh, anybody that's been serving the Lord any length of time, there's going to be times that you're going to be looking at what God is doing in your life and unfolding in your life like it's some complicated type of math problem. Now, check this out. Have you ever been, you know, in a, in a small little class, maybe second grade class? All right. We, they present you with some small little math problem like, OK, we got three, it, I love how they make it just real concrete. We got five apples. Apple here, apple here, and three more over here. All right, five apples. Susie takes away two apples. How many are you left with? And, you know, you use your little finger, one, two, three. I got it, three. That's real easy. You got that. But then there's other times that you go up in the grades and you get some complicated math problems. Come on, put that up on the screen for me. Give me something complex. Can y'all put that up there? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Anybody ever looked at life like this? And, and God just got you scratching your head, and it's times that you can have a, a difficult problem, and you don't even know where to start. You know, I remember being in uh, algebra class. They they used to tell us do what's in the parentheses first. I think, you know. But then this got so many. I don't. Even, they only got one parentheses up here. What's all them check marks and all them fractions and all that stuff? And I, I mean, God, like me, I, I don't even know how to start this. Has am I the only one? that's been there before. Come on, let's just bring this over in the spirit right now. God's got you in a place, and you're just scratching your head,
1: Lord, I don't even know how to begin. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. But, Lord, I am going to trust the Lord. Amen. With all my heart, I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. And I believe that the Lord is going to direct my path. Somebody that believes God when you don't understand, let me hear you praise him today. You don't understand, but yet, Lord, I will. Come on, let me hear you praising. My God.
0: There are times we don't understand the will of God as it unfolds in our lives. Amen. Most of y'all in here, you don't even understand your parents. Come on here. You don't understand everything that they did in your life. Why they wouldn't let you go certain places. You couldn't go to the party. You couldn't go to stay tonight over so-and-so's ha- house, and that's why some of you all in here, you resented your friends that had a whole lot of freedom, amen, growing up, and you couldn't stand how they got to wear whatever they wanted to wear and go anywhere they wanted. They didn't have to go to Bible class on Tuesdays, Tuesday nights, they didn't have to come back to Sunday night service, and they had all that freedom, but oh, after a little while, just keep on living, as Bishop would say, amen, and you'll understand it better by and by when you see the end of those friends and the trouble that they they got themselves in. You go back after a while and you say, thank you, mama. Thank you, daddy, for the things that you didn't allow me to do. Amen. Anybody grateful for some parents? Do I, can I hear for some parents in the room that are parenting their children? Amen. Amen. And God is like a parent. Amen. Amen. He sees a future that you don't see. He sees the road up ahead, and he sees the traps that the enemy would dare try to lie for you. And that's why sometimes along the way you might have to pray sometimes, amen, and you might get an answer that you're not, you don't want to have back. Not every prayer that you pray is going to be answered with some yeses, amen.
1: The times that God, as a good parent, has to tell you, not now, amen, maybe up ahead, maybe later, and then sometimes you just get a flat-out no, amen. But later on in life... You'll understand it better by and by. And maybe after a while, you'll thank God
0: for the no that you've experienced. Somebody give God praise for the no right now. Come on, somebody. Give God praise for the no. (laughs) God, I don't know about it. Let me just bring it home for you. I don't know if anybody ever dated somebody. And my God, it didn't work out. And you were sitting there just crying. You was. Broke down, tears running down your face, Amen. Your tear stained pillow at night, Amen. But oh my God, later on after a while, you said, Thank you, Lord, that I avoided that problem. Oh God, somebody give me one more praise today. <laughs> amen. Anybody ever just narrowly missed some situations before? Amen. Thank God that he brought me out. Amen. We don't always have to understand. Amen. But we just got to trust God's plan. I'm reminded of the scripture that he told, uh, Moses told to Joshua. Check this out. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 31 and 7. I'm doing all right today, y'all? Am I doing all right, y'all? Come on and get your Bible open today. Deuteronomy 31 and 7. Amen. Listen, Listen to what this says. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel... Be strong and of good courage, my God, for thou must go out with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, and the Lord, y'all hear that? And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. That's what I want you to understand today. You're not alone. You don't always have to understand. Just put God in the driver's seat of your life. Amen. Some of y'all need to stop. I can't stand Riding with a backseat driver. My God. Uh, Y'all ever dealt with something like that? Somebody trying to tell you, especially when it's a young person, don't even have your license yet. Just sit back there and be quiet. Put your seatbelt on and play your little game. Don't be telling me where to go. You you need to turn right right here. I've been living here my whole life. My goodness. And you sitting there, even if I look lost, you still be quiet. Man, you a child. Stay in a child's place. I get there after a while. We're taking the scenic route today. If I do take a wrong turn, it ain't none of your business. Sit down, boy be quiet. (laughs) You missed your exit. You you don't know where I'm going. Amen. I might be taking a trip to Walmart right now. Hush. Sit back. And that's how the Lord is. Don't you try to tell God what to do with your life. Don't you tell God how to direct your steps, amen? God's going to lead you to a beautiful future that you didn't even know that was possible for you if you would just trust in the Lord, amen? God's got some things that can unfold in your life that can be far greater than what you had. How many, anybody here lived long enough to understand that the plan that God had for my life was a whole lot better than the plan I had for my life? Somebody give God praise right there. <laughs> yes, Lord, my God. Hallelujah. You know, we often sing, you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. Amen. But maybe on today the Lord is just echoing that back. You don't know like I know what I'm about to do in your life. You don't know like I know what I'm about to do for this church. You don't know like I know what I'm about to reveal in this place if you would just just dare trust God when you don't understand. Give him one more praise today. Thank you,
1: Lord. Can the church say thank you, Jesus?
0: (laughs) Amen. Just stay with him. You don't have to understand everything. Just stay with God. Amen. Uh, The night before Jesus was crucified. Amen. He had a, 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 this last supper, this Passover meal. He gathered all of his disciples together and they ate this final meal. And he said many, many, many things, uh, profound words to those people. But it was just one verse that stood out to me on today that has relevance for this conversation that I'm having with you on today. Amen. And that's John 13 and 7. We read in the beginning, but let me just go back and revisit that. Jesus answered and said unto him, what I do thou knowest not now. But thou shalt know hereafter. And I love how the New Living Translation just brings it home. Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I'm doing, but someday you will. You, don't, you can't understand, Peter, what I'm doing right now, but someday you will. And that little short verse, it just kind of encapsulates for us. Uh, What we so often experience in our lives, we don't always understand what God is doing in our lives. Amen. During that last supper, Jesus did some things that were just uh, uh, surprising for the disciples as they had sat around and had that last meal. All of a sudden, the scripture tells us um, in John 13 and four that he got up from the table and he took off his outer garment and he girded himself. Uh, with a towel, and he got out a basin of water. And what did he do? He this this Messiah, this great leader, this uh, this uh, this Savior, Amen. This teacher, this great one, comes around and he gets down, and he begins to serve the people by washing their feet. And so he walks around, and he's washing each one of his disciples' uh, feet. And, you know, we might not be able to wrap our Western mind around what the Lord was doing in this day. I mean, our modern Western Western world, we don't have no foot washing, you know. But back in those days, they would sit down, you know, at the table. The tables were lower, and they would recline at the tables. And so your feet is out just showing. And, you know, don't nobody want to eat with nobody's stinky feet. I don't know about you, but yeah, wash them feet out. And so they would have the lowest of the service to come and they would wash the people's feet. Amen. And so this was probably a real awkward moment. Uh, For the disciples, real awkward moment for them to have Jesus, their leader, now washing their feet. And Peter, I can imagine him, he's watching Jesus go around the room and taking turns with each of the disciples, drying their feet, washing their feet. And finally, when he gets over to Peter, I can just imagine him, you know, being overly zealous as Peter was often. And he would snatch back his feet and say, Lord, really? Really? You, you really about to wash my feet? And in verse seven here, he gives him this very patient, loving response. You don't understand now what I'm doing, but just give it a little bit of time. Someday you will. Amen. And in that simple reply, here we get this. this we can just extrapolate from that a wonderful principle. You don't always understand. Simple. Simple. A simple just reply. You can get a whole lot just from that little simple. man. You ain't going to always understand this baffled Peter who didn't understand what Jesus was doing. He wasn't alone. There's a whole lot. We can go down scriptures today. There's a whole lot of people. We can pull a whole lot of Bible characters out that didn't understand what God was doing. But yet they walked by faith. I wonder if there's anybody in here who even right now you don't understand, but you just walking by faith. Let me see a show of hands. Maybe I might be 10. Don't just put your hand up because I said maybe about 10 folks really just for real. I don't get it, but yet I'm walking by faith. Let me hear you right now. Holler back at me if that's you. I don't
1: get it. I'm sitting up here looking at this particular problem, test, trial, or storm. I'm looking at it like it's that complex math problem on the screen. I don't even know where to begin, but yet... I'm trusting in
0: the Lord, and I'm walking by faith. Amen. But you and Peter and all of these other Bible characters, you're not alone on today. Somebody in here, you ought to get glad that you're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. You ain't alone. Amen. Tell somebody on your road right right now, you ain't alone. You're not alone. Amen. Let's go on down here to memory lane right now. Let's visit some of these Bible characters. Let's just take a, a little time out right now. Is that all right? We're still doing real good on time. Let's go on down here to Genesis chapter number 12 and verse number one. You're not alone. This man by the name of Abram. Amen. Now the Lord has said to Abram, what is he telling? Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Amen. You don't understand where I'm taking you, Abram. Amen. But get out of your father's house. Amen. Get away from your kindred. Amen. Get away from your cousins and them. Amen. And unto a land that I'm going to show you of. Amen. I can hear the Holy Ghost drawing somebody in here today.
1: Get away from your cousins and them right now. And come on in and get another family. Somebody give God praise that you are glad that he's grafted you in. Amen. And you got some more brothers and
0: sisters. Amen. The Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And then we can go on down here to Genesis chapter number 18. All right. Now we got a much older Abraham. Amen. Older man. And the Lord, verse number 13, said unto Abraham, wherefore did Sarah laugh? Here he wasted this man as an old man. You don't always understand what God is doing. You won't always understand. Old Sarah And old Abraham, stricken in years. Amen. Body is just dead. Amen. But God used that moment, that dead situation, that barren situation, that situation that seemed like no life could spring out of. And sometimes God will speak a word in a, in a time where you feel like that you are not producing anything at all. And that'll be the time the Lord chooses to bring something forth. Come on, let's go down here and read this. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I have a surety bear a child which am old? Verse number 14, is anything too hard for the Lord? Somebody in this room right now, give God some praise for that. Is anything too hard for the Lord? I'm, I'm real talk. Is anything too hard for the Lord? <laughs> really? Y'all, do y'all really believe that? Why, why y'all so? Who, who for real? Like, just, you really show enough to really believe that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There, there is a, a you know, there's, there's faith, and then there's, you know, the Lord can give somebody the gift of faith. A little different, you know. Some of us, we have faith in God, but there's sometimes when somebody in the room, the Lord can just use them and give them the gift of faith. And I'm talking about when the Lord gives you the gift of faith, it's not just for you. You don't get a gift just for yourself. It's for you to use for other people. Y'all hear that? Amen. I I, I hope this church is a church that can operate in the gifts of the spirit. Amen. but from time to time, the church can go through some things that we don't understand. And suddenly, you know, we can gather in this place and the Lord can move on somebody and give them the gift of faith. And that person might stand up and say the same thing that you heard throughout the years, but they say it with an unction that you know can only come from God. And next thing you know, your faith got ignited. Amen. And that thing got contagious. And next thing you know, you feel inspired. Amen. To trust in the Lord again. Anybody ever been there before? You ever been, ever been about, anybody ever just coming into church, you feel a little discouraged? Amen. And they always got to be the preacher. It can be an unlikely source. And all of a sudden, somebody really grabs hold to the word of the Lord. And and they're infused with some anointing that is beyond this world. Amen. That's beyond the problem that's occurring right there. And next thing you know, they
1: infuse all of us with some faith. I'm going to ask that question again. Who in this room today really believes, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Amen. You believe there's nothing too hard for the Lord. Let me see you stand to your feet. Not everybody, hold on, wait a minute, not everybody, but just somebody that really believes there is nothing too hard for the Lord. You mean to tell me we got this many people in the room? We got this many people in the room that have been through some difficult things that they haven't understood. Amen, and yet you can stand here as a testimony for the other of us in this room and declare that there is nothing Too hard for God. Come on, let me hear you make some noise today if you really believe it. Somebody ought to get their hand lifted up. Look at this great cloud of witnesses and folks that really believe there is nothing too hard for the Lord. Come on one more time, give him some praise today. I don't care how long it's been. I don't care how long the door's been shut. I don't care how many locks you see on the door. There is nothing too hard for Give him one more praise today. My God, hallelujah. Sit on
0: down. I'm not done yet. Give me some more time. I'm I'm almost done. My God. Oh, I wish somebody would believe it today. Oh, I wish somebody would lock into faith. Woo, we sing a song. I wish somebody's soul would catch on fire burning with the Holy Ghost. You know, the Holy Ghost can accomplish some things in this place that I cannot as a preacher. My God, I can get up here and try to minister the word of God and the word will just fall on deaf ears. Amen. The word just goes out, but it's not received. But when the
1: word is 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 backed up by the Holy Ghost, my God, it'll accomplish everything that the God sent it out to do. My Lord, there is nothing. I feel some anointing on that right now that I'm going to pitch this to you. If you catch it, it's up to you to catch it. There is, I'm, I'm about to throw it, up to you to grab hold to it. There is nothing too hard for God. If you want it, you can catch it, you can grab hold to it. Somebody praise God for it. There is nothing that is too hard for the Lord. That problem that you had, my God, God can solve it, my God. How is it that problem in your home? God can fix it. That pain, that sickness in your body is not too hard for God. That thing that's got you baffled, that thing you can't figure out, God can work it out. Praise God if you believe it on today. Yes, can the church shout yes? Can the church shout yes? Come on! Is there a church of believers here today? Let me hear you praising! My God, ain't time time out for us being tired? My God, Hallelujah! Oh yeah, Hallelujah! Get with the word of the Lord! My God, I don't care if you felt it. If you don't feel it, you ought to praise God right there. Hallelujah! My Lord, I ain't just—I'm not. Listen here, I'm not just trying to hype y'all up. This is for real. There are real problems that we face. There are real struggles. There are real difficult. There's a real devil that's trying to take you out. But guess what, Saint of God? There's a real God who's fighting for the people of God. There is nothing that is too hard for the Lord. Praise Him, praise Him. Believe God, trust Him when you don't understand. We walk by faith and not by sight anybody in here walking by faith today i don't understand but i'm walking by faith yes god i'll trust you yes lord i'll trust you come on that's one of the greatest prayers you can pray just yes lord sometimes we think we got to have these long articulate complicated prayers but just yes lord yeah lord i'm gonna walk with you god i'm gonna live for you lord I'm going to trust you. I'm putting my hand in your hand. Yes. Can the church shout yes? yes? Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, give me more, more praise. Oh. I ain't feeling dizzy no more. I'm feeling, feel, feeling pretty good in the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, I feel my help today. Come on, just help me give God a little bit of praise. we get back in the Word in a minute. Come on, let's just take a little break right now. Somebody bless him. Somebody praise him. Praise God by faith. Praise God by faith, not by what you see. Don't go off what you see right now. Praise him by faith. My God, the bill ain't been paid, but I got a God. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. My God, I got pain in my body, but I got a God who can heal me. Yes, He can. Somebody shout.